0: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Libel the Bible. I'm Scott. And I'm Rusty. And uh, yeah, so uh, previously on. (laughs) Previously um, on Libel the Bible. What did we cover last time? We covered. Uh, uh,
1: We did Noah's Ark.
0: Noah's Ark. Pretty good story.
1: Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, A lot of weird stuff happened. Yeah, so in summary, Guy gets in a boat, puts a bunch of animals on it. Everything else is wiped out. He starts civilization all over again. Civilization gets too too uh too advanced really quickly, and so God smashes down the Tower of Babel and makes everybody speak, speak a different language. Yeah,
1: well, I you skipped over the part where God makes like the covenant with Noah. You know, oh, well, where he, he realizes like right. maybe I shouldn't commis- commit mass murder, and so God tells Noah that. You know, to remind myself not to commit mass murder, I'm going to put a rainbow in the sky. So when you see a rainbow in the sky, don't worry. That's just me reminding myself not to kill every living thing on the planet again. Right, right. So it's a learning experience. So
0: God's probably a better God in this episode than he was maybe in last episode.
1: Yes. You 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 would hope. So it's like a little sticker, you know, when a child does something, right? Like... They yeah, get yeah, he they a, a sticker. So, like, the Rainbow's, like, God sticker. Congratulations, you didn't kill anyone this week or everyone this maybe,
0: week. Maybe we can put, like, a chart up, like, how many stars he gets. Like, we can maybe try and track his progress. Or maybe,
1: like, a kill list, like, who <laughs> God has, like, killed so far. Has like,
0: God killed kill more kill people than, our, than, than Rambo has in, one, <laughs> in that one movie? That, that. Oh, God
1: killed everyone. <laughs> but how much was everyone back then? You know, we don't even know, right? I mean, know. it was... It was it seemed like a lot of people. He killed giants. He killed every living creature. He created everything. <laughs> he didn't kill Abel, though. Um, so, yeah. So, we did uh, Noah's Ark last time. And uh, what are we doing today? We are doing Genesis 12, which is the, uh, the the story of Abram. So, Genesis 12 through 9, to be specific. 12 through, 12 through 19. I'm sorry, 12 through 19. Correct. Yeah. Um, Abram. Uh, Do you want to get into it? Do you want to tell me about your week, Scott? I know you're dying to tell me about what a great week you've had. (laughs) No, it's not a great week, but uh, uh, at noon time today, it passed
0: the halfway point in the month, which means I'm halfway through my dry January. Right. I didn't
1: been, know that you were not drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there a reason? Yeah. You know, borderline alcoholism. <laughs> will
0: cause you to wake up. I
1: mean, but, you're uh, quite functional.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, functional. But um. Yeah. It was just time to take a break, and uh, with the uh, COVID running rampant, it was a good chance. You know, good opportunity to stay home and and uh, dry, just, out. dry out, dry out, dry and out, and stay away from the virus for a an while.
1: And so, did you find yourself more productive during this drying out period? Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta say, not to be an enabler, huh? but I think you should have a drink right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the, the shaking stops? After You're a while. little
1: funnier with a drinker, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You know who wasn't a drinker, Scott? Apparently, this man named Abram. Yeah, not to jump ahead, either was his nephew.
0: So yeah, Abram, um again, he's a new character. We haven't heard from him before.
1: Yeah, and he starts in Genesis twelve, and um the section that he's introduced is called The Call of Abram. Mm-hmm. And Abram is living in uh modern day Turkey. And um uh-huh.
0: you know that because you research it, right? There's no
1: Yes. So in yeah. the Bible, Abram is in a place called Haran.
0: Should I have this resistance to research, or maybe I should Google stuff when I come across it?
1: Because it, while I was
0: reading, I was like wondering in real life where are all these places. Or
1: well, should I use you for that? That's what like I've noticed do- in the first like few episodes is every time like I go like off like what's in the book, mm-hmm. you get very upset by that, as if like I'm as if I'm watching the end of a movie that we're both supposed to go to, and so I'm yeah. experiencing something you're not, but. So, for example, Haran, it's interesting to know the historical context where Haran is. That's fine. I, 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 I don't think I
0: get upset when you Google terms and, and locations. I think when you read three chapters ahead in the Bible and start revealing you know, spoilers, that's well, different.
1: But again, I, I mean, if I'm revealing any spoilers, I apologize. Um, but is it's a journey we taking. It's together like one around. of those, it's like. If you haven't seen The Godfather by now, I'm sorry, but he's gonna wake up with a horse's but, head but, in his well, well, bed. Well, we started this
0: off both saying that we ne- neither one of us had read this thing,
1: but I have to read ahead a little. A, a little, little bit. bit. A little bit. Okay. So a this is what I do. I read ahead a little. So what about and, when- and I come to it with a certain amount of like prior knowledge about you know certain stories in the Bible. I can't. I can't pretend I don't know certain things. Yeah, all right.
0: So anyway, God says to Abram, new guy, um, go forth from your home and into the land that I'll show you. And, I, and he leads him to uh, to uh, Canaan. He's going to make a great nation of you, he says. And you're going to be blessed. And people that bless you will be blessed as well. People who curse you will be cursed as well. So at uh, 75 years old, him and his wife bounce out they of take off.
1: the first thing that abram does when
0: oh, i'm sorry they take his nephew too
1: and what's his nephew's name a uh, lot a lot. lot abram leaves with his wife sarai sarai that's nice and they take like their household staff yeah <laughs> right Is that like, what we're calling them lot and his staff and
0: their possessions
1: Right. What did the Bible call them? Cool. The people that went with Abram and Sarai. I think it was slaves, right? Like I don't
0: know if they were all slaves, but yeah, maybe they It were. seems
1: like a lot of them were slaves. That's weird. So they go and they head south, Canaan. They go to Canaan.
0: Can- Through Shechem, um, and the hang out by the Oak of Morah, and they end up in Canaan. Yeah.
1: yeah, make a left at that, you know, yeah. the Oak of uh, Morah and... Uh, mm. So Canaan is what is today modern day Israel. so you figure I'm sorry,
0: did that say that in the Bible or you just researched that? I'm sorry, sorry we did that already. Go
1: ahead. yeah, we we, we did yeah. that skit. we yeah. covered it. So um Canaan is what's today modern day Israel, and they arrive and upon arriving, Abram builds an altar to God. Yes, okay. So God told them to go here, right? He did. He specifically instructed him to go to Canaan.
0: Yes. And he said to your offspring, I will give this land. So I guess this is settling this place, basically.
1: So after Abram does this, Mm -hmm. do you remember what happens once they arrive and he builds an altar to God? A famine strikes? There's a fucking famine. Yeah,
0: thanks, to God. This is a great place to be.
1: So God sends him to this place. He directly instructs him, and there's a famine. So, um, as a result of the famine, they have to go to Egypt. Egypt, which is a a real place. Yeah, a totally real place with totally real like civilization and rulers. Um, And the pharaoh, you know, there's a real pharaoh, and Abram is extremely nervous. Yeah, why is he so nervous? Because his wife's apparently
0: beautiful, uh, Sarai is beautiful, and he says, when we show up and they find out you're, you're, this beautiful woman's my wife, they're going to kill me and take you. Yeah. yeah, so you're talking about this this civilization yeah. in Egypt? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, on the up and up. Yeah.
1: So this is the thing that I've been noticing. Like, as, as I read Genesis 12 through 19, this is really the first time that we're seeing sort of a normal civilization, right? So like we had Adam and Eve, that's not a real civilization. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we have Noah living like in a land of giants. God (laughs) wipes everything out. You know, he kills everything. And then, you know, it doesn't really go into detail about what civilization is like until we get to the Tower of Babel Mm -hmm. or Babel. I'm sorry, the Tower of Babel. Um, But it doesn't really go like it it gives you a hint into the fact that we're becoming advanced, mm. but it doesn't really tell you anything about the the values of civilizations, right? Whereas as I read Genesis 12 through 19 and the casual way with which certain things were spoken about as if like, this was a totally normal thing to do, made me really mm. think about how fucked up Society was back then. So, because Abram is so deathly afraid of being killed, right? So sure. that the Pharaoh can take his wife,
0: what does he do? He says, "Pretend you're my sister." Yeah, yeah. So, so they do. They go. They get to the guard. They get to the front door. They say, "Is that your wife?" "No, no, no. It's my sister." Here you go. <laughs> and Pharaoh takes the takes takes his wife.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Pharaoh's like, "Hey, she's not attached. They're not married. Everything's cool. Like, you know, she's hot." Yeah. I'm the Pharaoh.
0: Yeah, can, can, can I can I rewind to like a previous episode? Because you just mentioned the Giants again. I was just thinking while I was sitting here, maybe the Giants weren't what we, what I in my mind when we did the episode, I thought they were like, like, like like you know, cartoon Giants, like you know, the the, the Doremi Giants. Mm. But maybe they were just like above average height people like basketball team maybe or something.
1: They could have been. I think, so there's a lot of different books that were written that weren't included in the Old Testament, right? So like- you know about them? Because I did my research again. Are these books freely available to people or? Yeah, yeah, huh. so like uh, one of them, a famous one is called The Book of Enoch. And this book I think goes into detail about the Nephilim, was that the name of the Giants? The wasn't Nephilim? It, wasn't, wasn't
0: Will Smith in that movie?
1: The Book of Eli. Okay, All Right. And so in that particular book, they give you, like, stories about these things. So, like, when we read it in the Bible and we're like, whoa, they just casually mention giants for, like, one sentence, and then, like, that's it. So now, I was right. There are spinoff So there series, are, so. like, yes. Yeah. Okay. So there right. are, like, spinoff books. Right, that just weren't included in the Bible. So you can definitely go and watch, like, you know, some YouTube videos because I know you're not no, a big I think, reader. I,
0: I, think, I think once we get, you know, in, like, 22 years when we're through the Bible, we'll we'll, we'll hit the, <laughs> the side stories. So, uh, so, yeah, so now Pharaoh goes, okay, Abram, because this isn't your wife, it's your sister. Here's some donkeys and some goats and some sheep. He hooks them up. And I guess that was the, I guess that's their version of, like, a dowry you pay to the family? Like...
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he treats Abram so. So wait, so
0: wait, wait, wait. So if if, if that was her husband, he would have just killed him, and and not have to give him up anything.
1: Well, we don't even know that because the, Abram just assumed that the pharaoh was going to kill him to take his woman. I don't know, like, why oh, he had shit. that assumption.
0: That could just some biased shit that he, like, he, like you know people were talking he shit about the Egyptians. Could have been like racist or,
1: uh, against like Egyptians. Who yeah. knows, right?
0: Yeah. So you think one of the guards said, yeah, because they never said, one of the guards said, well, good thing that's not your wife because we'd have to kill you, right? <laughs> so that never happened. So maybe, maybe yeah, maybe his fear was unfounded. So he gets like all this cool stuff from the yeah, pharaoh. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. And then what happens? God gets pissed off. We, we, You mentioned the pharaoh. Yeah. Where I read it as pharaoh. Pharaoh. So now I'm wondering, uh, was he a pharaoh or was that his name and all leaders after him were called the pharaoh so is this a name or a title
1: i don't know i would guess it's a title i would think pharaoh means in ancient egyptian you know ruler or leader or king or monarch whatever. Oh, unless he's the first king. The translation would be
0: he was the first king. I mean, it's ever. very possible. Like, if his name was Rusty, like, the Rusty would be, like, a title after
1: that. Sure, it's so very yeah, possible. Yeah, it's very I very mean, same. maybe we can do a whole separate episode on the etymology of, like, every single name and character in the Bible. Or you can just research <laughs> it on your own and, like, try and drop these. Like, oh, knowledge. Oh, so, like, you know, like, so like everything, you know everything else that I research <sighs> is, yeah. re- like, research a whole to-do, but too. this <laughs> is what I should have known to research. <laughs> Yeah, so God says he's not happy with
0: Pharaoh's behavior and he um he curses the land or gives him a plague or No,
1: yeah, he he gives him a plague. Like I don't know what the plague is, like I don't know if he gives him the herpes, or right, like coronavirus, like who knows? It's COVID negative three thousand twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives the pharaoh and like his quote unquote house the plague. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, the pharaoh immediately knows it's because of Sarai and Abram.
0: Well, maybe his everyday life has been so routine is the only deviation from his routine. So it had
1: to be that Uh, process of elimination. He got together like with his cabinet and they were like, where could this have come from? So right away, the pharaoh kills both Sarai and Abram, right? No. Oh. No. He kicks them out. (laughs) Oh, he kicks them out. But he definitely takes like all those things that he gave to Abram, right? He takes them back. He took it all with him. So wait a second. So Abram was so deathly afraid when they entered Egypt that this guy was going to kill him to steal his wife. Now that he has cause to actually kill him for lying to him and then bringing a plague upon his house. He just releases him.
0: He, he, well, yeah, because, well, maybe Abram's fear was unfounded, or maybe it wasn't. But, yeah, maybe Pharaoh was tough, but then God got involved on Abram's side. So the Pharaoh knew,
1: oh, cut my think, losses, let this go. Uh,
0: Obviously, this guy is rolling with the big man. Sure. Okay. It's like parking in Shug Knight's okay. parking spot. You just don't do it.
1: Right. It's like a little guy stepping up to somebody in a bar and, like, his big friend is behind it. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Alright. So I mean, so they all leave. So Abram, Sarai, all his new slaves, all his like domesticated animals. Right? Yeah. Like, it's a massive caravan. They're allowed to leave with all their possessions. Yeah. So they get they get back, they go back to where they came from. And that gets us to Genesis thirteen, which is Abram and Lot separate.
0: Uh, yeah, because apparently with, um, all the stuff they've got, all the people they've got, they, the land isn't big enough for the two of them. And there's like some conflicts between Abrams people and lots people. Yeah.
1: That's the thing. For some reason, like lots people aren't getting along with Abrams people, which is weird. I mean, I mean, they have land in all directions. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Like these cows are grazing over here.
0: Yeah, I don't there's no indication as to what the nature of the conflict is. Um, I mean somebody was talking shit about somebody. Hey. And- and you know what? You know, some, some of the slaves they acquired were probably Egyptians now. They didn't like these guys from the north coming in. And yeah, who, who the hell knows what it is? And uh, they don't really go into detail about
1: That's it. That's what you know. it is. Regional differences. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. It is over nothing. Right. Like Italians and Irish working on like railroads, constantly like butting heads with one another.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I, I didn't see any of that firsthand in this uh, story. <laughs> but um.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I did some research into American history. But, right. You know. Right. I know how much you hate that.
0: Uh, Abram says to Lot, uh, "Yeah, our people aren't getting along. The land's big enough for both of us. You want to go left, I'll go right. You want to go right, I'll go left. Which is pretty cool. He's diplomatic. He, him and his nephew were cool. Unlike the last nephew we heard about, that got enslaved. So yeah, uh, Lot sets off, decides to go east, and he uh, claims the the plains of Jordan. You know, and he goes as far as a city uh, called Sodom.
1: Sodom. The Bible describes Sodom at the point that Lot arrives." As the people being wicked, great sinners against the Lord.
0: Okay, all right. But now God says, uh, to "Either Abram or Lot, like uh, all these lands, will be yours." Like, so, uh, as much as the
1: dust. Of the I highlighted dirt. this part because what God says right now. Listen, I have empathy for God. I know I make fun of God a lot, but this is one of those situations where I've been there myself. You get a little high. Yeah, you, know, you get a little whatever, and you have a thought, and it's a good thought, mm. but sometimes in the process of that thought leaving your head and coming out through your mouth, something gets messed up, uh, and the yes. words get messed up. You do that often, yes. I do that yeah, a lot. I have, fun. believe me, I have a lot of great thoughts. Yeah. Mm. So. God says something he thinks is completely profound. Yeah. But is totally unintelligible. Yeah, break that down. because right. I think I skipped right over that because I was like, whatever. So God says, raise your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land that you see, I will give to you, and to your offspring forever. Then he says, I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring also can be counted. So I'm assuming what he's saying is, there's a lot of grains in the dust of the earth. And so as many grains as there are, that is how many people will come right, from yeah, you. Yeah, I don't understand the dust analogy. Yeah. Dust is grimy and it and it's not like it's not dust like is sand. He does does Like just, a better analogy would have been sand or stars which he later he does. Stars. He actually later says that like look up in the sky and you know because God is always like making promises not keeping the promises but always reminding people about like you know. Oh,
0: right. what, what promises hasn't he kept?
1: I mean he promised he not did. to commit mass murder. And he has
0: not. Yes, since all right, so um, all right, so he's basically gonna have a lot of people,
1: and he's saying this it's, land belongs to it's you. It's just, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, or maybe I'm looking to nitpick God, but the way like God says this is very weird. The fact that he chose to use dust to describe people because dust is dry, it just blows all over the place. I don't know. I I feel like a better substance could have been used, or a better way to tell Abraham that you know you are going to produce all of these people who will.
0: And when he when I first read the dust thing, I thought he was gonna like smite everybody and turn everybody to dust and burn them or something. It's,
1: it's just clunky language. So okay, so Lot now sets off. Lot is in Sodom. God mm-hmm. promises Abram that one day you will be the father of a great nation of peoples. Right, right. Right? Like all over the place as as far as the eye can see. Right. Yes. Okay. And that gets us to Genesis 14. Yeah. Which is lots captivity and rescue.
0: Alright, so let me just say that this, this part just, it just mentions a bunch of kings' names and a bunch of lands that they were king over and there's some sort of battle royale.
1: So there's a major war, right? A, um there's where there's there. like there's like a whole bunch of kings that side with one another and they're fighting a whole bunch of other kings. And during this war, Lot gets taken prisoner.
0: Yeah, I think um, uh, the kings of Sodom and the king of Gomorrah
1: fled. They're conquered, they, right. They, their their kingdoms are conquered. Yeah. And then whoever is still remaining in that kingdom. Yeah, they took all the shit. Yeah, they, they get turned into slaves. Uh, the victors take them.
0: Hey, did you happen to look up the word bitumen? I think on whatever... Uh Social media. We end up using whatever website. I think I want to have a, like a glossary with vocabulary words.
1: All right, maybe we can reserve that for the patrons. <laughs> Who are <laughs> these patrons you speak of? Oh, they'll be there. <laughs> so lot is captured, and um, Abram winds up finding out about it because, yeah, yeah, somebody escaped. Someone's. Someone's. And escapes. this is
0: the first time I see the word. The escapee goes to Abram the Hebrew. What exactly is a Hebrew? I mean, I hear the words all the time. Is is, is that a language? Is that a per, type of person? Is that Jewish?
1: I'm sorry, but what is uh, what's the issue? No, I'm just curious. Like the
0: escapee escapes, runs, and tells uh, Abram the Hebrew that Lot's been captured okay. and all this shit's happened, and. Uh, what are we going to do about
1: this? So you're wondering, like... I'm just um, wondering what, what, what the Hebrew is. Like, why
0: is Abram now the Hebrew? Right. Like, where's
1: the word Hebrew coming yeah. from? Like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I like, don't know where. like, you just introduced, like, a term. Like, we're supposed to... And it's to, almost like a title. Like, like Abram, we're supposed to know. Hebrew. Right. Right. Well, I mean, again, remember, like, it was written many years after the quote-unquote events of Abram's life. Right. So, from the point of view of like whoever was writing it, like for his audience, like those people would probably know what a Hebrew is. Okay.
0: Fine. That's
1: fine. Um, So he finds out, Abram does, Abram the Hebrew. He finds out that Lot has been captured. Mm hmm. Do you remember the original war? There were like five kings against four kings. I would think like that; those were substantial sized armies. Again, I I hope there's a spinoff on this because it sounds
0: like there should have been like a whole like, yeah. novel, you know, about this war. Yeah, like
1: city states going to right. battle against each I think other. Lord of the Rings kind of. All right, Game so of So kind of Abram finds out what's happening. Yeah. What's he do? He gets three hundred eighteen people. Okay, so a little more than three hundred people. Yeah. yeah. And what do they do? I don't, apparently
0: Abram is now a military leader and he's got these 318 former sl- I mean, slaves and household workers are now an army, I guess. Um, so he's going to go back and uh, go get everything. He's going to go.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he does. Yeah. Like, uh, no fuss, no muss. Yeah. Um, it says he like splits up his army
0: yes yes he splits him in two and he takes the he, he takes them out
1: yeah. and uh he recovers a lot right he does uh he frees sodom and gomorrah
0: see i de- I wasn't sure of that that's what that was
1: okay so they liberated I mean, it the seems cities. Like it so seems like it seems like they they liberated that, right
0: okay that makes a little more sense to me now though. That right,
1: man, because man. that leads into when Abram is blessed by this guy, I, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Melchizedek. You know, you know what? And and shame
0: on me. Be, being an American, a uh, you know a, a white American with a simple one-syllable name like Scott, <laughs> I look at names like this sometimes, and I'm like, oh, his name's and like I don't even give him the respect or the time yeah. to read his name, and that's that's not right. I should really. I mean, you should take forward. a look at the name. Yeah. It is
1: you know like yeah. Yeah. vowels are in the right places. It's just weird. Yeah. Like I don't know how to pronounce it. Melchizedek. Melchizedek. That's the thing. I don't know how to pronounce the ch or the z. Maybe yeah. the z is pronounced like. It's differently. not even. I,
0: dude, I didn't even try. And listen, if I mispronounce it, that's fine. At yeah. least I tried. I didn't even try. Yeah. You know, shame on me.
1: So do forward. we even figure out who this guy is? No, he's some sort of priest. He's the king of Salem. So he's a king of Salem, right? Yeah, so he's but with, what makes that confusing is because right before he's introduced, some nameless guy is introduced who's only like the king of Sodom. He right, doesn't get a right. name.
0: Yeah, weird. Yeah, so like the, And this what well, this Mazikalik guy, and I said going forward, he's gonna be referred to as Mazikalik until uh-huh. further notice. Um He's the priest of God most high. So he's a uh, he's he's the king and I guess like the holy leader. I mean, yeah. separation of church and state never occurred.
1: And he he blesses Abram. Yes. However, the king of Sodom, right? Abram gives him a tithe. He gives him a tenth of what he has. Right. Or did he give him a tenth of what he conquered? See, I, again, I, I I felt like he
0: was he was trying to give him a tenth of, I wrote a tenth of everything. So I, I think it is of
1: everything because I think he gave back everything he conquered because he said something like, I don't want to be in debt to you, or I don't want you walking around saying that you made me rich. So whatever he conquered, he, he gave back. Sodom said, no, 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 take the people, but leave me the goods or something? Yes,
0: And then Abram's like, no, I don't want to take anything. Right. I don't want to be like
1: in your debt. Right. But then,
0: then what is, then why are you only giving him a tenth of everything? What's, where's the other nine tenths going?
1: Well, I think the tenth is what he had before. So, in other words, if he left Egypt with X amount of like goats, um, he's going to give a tenth of those to. The king of Sodom.
0: Okay, It was it was it was confusing. It was confusing.
1: Yeah, th- that section was definitely confusing because a lot happened in like three verses. I mean, it's kind of it's the end scene of um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy where it's like they all show up to honor the hobbits. You know, like the whole kingdom turns is that out. Is that Great
0: scene when they say you, you kneel ba- but
1: no. Yeah, people. you you oh, that's bow that's to no one. That's you kneel to no one, right? So thing, like right. this is this is Abrams like you kneel to no one moment, right? Okay. Like these kings are coming to him hmm. to thank him. So he gives them ten percent of what he has, and I'm assuming oh, it doesn't. I don't know what this I'm assuming this is where tithing comes from, right? Like this is the first tithe. Yeah. Um. you know, like ten percent to the church.
0: Is that what a tithe is? Is it a donation to the church mm-hmm. or a, mm-hmm. and it a was, tax? Almost it, to it the was church?
1: very, very standard. You know, like going back to the Middle Ages and the Renaissance. Like, okay.
0: so we've discovered the birth of uh, tithes and dowries. Apparently,
1: that episode ends, and we go into Genesis fifteen. Even though everything seems to be going well for Abram, right? He escapes death in Egypt, and not only does he escape mm. death. He leaves fully intact with his wife. Yeah. You know, um, he seems prosperous as a result of, like, what he was given by the Pharaoh. But he's upset by one thing right now. Oh, he doesn't have a kid yet, right? He doesn't have a proper heir, right? He, right. he doesn't yeah, have kids. Yeah, he's like, oh, one of
0: my slaves is going to have to be my heir. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So God promises him again that he's gonna have as many descendants. And this time he does use a proper metaphor. He says a stars in the sky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's lovelier than like fucking dust. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's almost like your metaphor? descendants will be like this shit dust that's like strewn across this land. I don't know about you being the metaphor,
0: please, man. I don't know about you know it's a better metaphor. No, no, no. Uh,
1: metaphor. The the authors could have Used uh, some editing there. Okay, so now God's
0: hungry again, apparently.
1: I think what happens is, I think when God tells him about his descendants, Abram doesn't seem to really fully believe him. So God is like, you know, what does he tell him?
0: Bring a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a ram, a turtle dove, a pigeon. Yeah, well, three-year-olds for some reason.
1: Yeah, again, he's very, very specific about... I'm starting to think there must be some significance to the numbers, right? So, like, you got to figure, like, an ancient history, mm. numbers were probably important to people, you know, in terms answer. of, like, maybe mystical shit that was going on. So, like, the numbers had to mean something to the authors.
0: Is it actually possible that um the, the spe- specificity of the ingredients that he wants is... Because it's like a witch's brew, like spells and stuff. that
1: he, Maybe like alchemy. Alchemy,
0: yeah. Whatever he needs to do, he needs these reagents to actually make it work.
1: I mean, now that you bring it up, it, it makes a lot of sense. Like he's very specific about these ingredients, like very hmm. specific. Yeah,
0: yeah. So then Abram brings it to him, and he cuts them in half again, except for the turtle dove and the pigeon. He cuts all the others in half. You in know half. what
1: it is? Maybe God is preparing for the 12 days of Christmas. You know, on the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, you know, three three-year-old half A turtle
0: dove is mentioned in that song, right? I mean,
1: there's a lot of different shit in here. And
0: I kept saying, no, it's a
1: partridge in a pear tree, not a turtle dove. But no. they do mention turtle doves All in that right. song So like that. he doesn't cut the birds in half for some reason. No.
0: Right. no. Some uh, predators are trying to get the uh, carry-on and... Uh, and he shooes them away, mm-hmm.
1: um, like he's guarding the meat, right? Because yeah, God doesn't show up. Like God asked for this feast. God's not around. He's got it all laid out. It's ready to go. So how long does this go on for? Like, I mean, he, he falls asleep. So Abram no, no, falls no. into a deep, deep sleep. Yeah, deep sleep.
0: And the last time we had a deep sleep, it was like ribs got removed. Like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cringe when I saw the deep sleep. I was like, oh,
1: here we go. All well,
0: right. something's gonna be removed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something worse than a rib is going to well, be. Well, no, no, not yet.
0: Not yet. We're not there yet. But yeah. So he sees. He sees God, right? In his, in his sleep, in his dreams, or a vision. And uh, God mentions to him that uh, your offspring shall be aliens in a land not theirs, and be slaves for four hundred years. Afterwards, they will be rich, and God will bring judgment on the nation that they were oppressed in. Interesting. So now Abram's got to wait 400 years to see his people thrive.
1: This is being written in the future relative to Abram's time, Mm -hmm. right? Obviously, the Old Testament was written about events that had occurred long before it was was being written. And um, what he's describing is he's describing this is a description of the Egyptian enslavement. Of the Israelites Hmm. and then the eventual plagues that are going to occur to the Egyptians uh, the exodus of the Jews and them establishing a homeland um, in uh, what is now considered Israel. In today's Israel.
0: Where was Canaan? Canaan wasn't Israel? Canaan is Israel. But that already happened. He already said this is all going to be yours. Yes. Oh, but he did say will be like not not right now but it will be exactly and he did mention they did twice i think they mentioned that the canaanite canites right were on the land right. so there were people there so i guess they would be aliens right so now.
1: this is this is that part where um we were talking a few episodes ago and i had said i believe what um genesis is doing is it's creating not only a set of like codes but also a justification um, or legitimacy for the people of Israel, and so this is that first part that really like shows you God tells Abram, you will be in sl- your people will be enslaved for X amount of years. You know what I mean? So this is being written with foresight of what's going to occur, mm. what happened in Egypt. So it's like. A historical revision to say God told Abram that this is exactly what's going to happen to our people. So people who were reading the Old Testament at the time that it was written, uh-huh. it allows them to legitimize where they are living in Israel and saying God has given us this land. This is our land. Events unfolded just as God told Abram they would.
0: I, uh, you know what? I wish you hadn't told me that yet, because I now I, I, you know, I cast doubt on, I cast doubt on. My, well, what's you know, the, the
1: doubt? Time. It seems like your is your mind blown. Yeah, yeah or no,
0: it's just yeah a bit, yeah. Because are now ex- the na-
1: expectation subverted.
0: I, I was I was reading this as if the events hadn't happened yet. Not that somebody in the future was going to write about the events and then twist them into the narrative they needed to explain. There are a lot in life.
1: Well, the thing is, the events didn't happen. This is a fiction that's written by someone to justify the state that is presently occurring at the time that it was written.
0: I hate this. Oh, It sucks. Why? Because they could have written anything to describe anything that was going on and to justify anything that was going on or to explain to the But they
1: people. couldn't because they had to stick to their history. So their history was four hundred years of slavery in Egypt, and then the wandering through the desert, and then eventually arriving, you know, in the land that they began to occupy. So it's like written with twenty twenty hindsight. Of course God told Abram exactly what was going to happen because the guy who wrote it knew exactly what was going to happen See, and he fitted into the plot.
0: I, w- I was reading this as like a newspaper article, not as a, uh, you know, historical talking. Yeah, hit
1: I mean, it. right. But I'm looking at it very much through the lens of like history right. and
0: I'm going to still go forward like we're taking this seriously. So he said God will bring judgment on the nation that uh, offended them. And then he wrote something. I circled this word. In, iniquity of the Amorites is not is not yet complete. The Amorites. Yeah. I don't know what iniquity means.
1: Yeah, I didn't look that word up either. Yeah, Maybe. Well, that, that, uh,
0: we'll, we'll come back to that. That'll be in the vocabulary. Okay. List. Uh, so he was saying the descendants will get the land from the river of Egypt to the river
1: Euphrates. Yeah, so God makes this covenant and he tells them again that. You know, your people will rule everything. And that gets us to Genesis 16, the birth of Ishmael. Because Abram doesn't have any kids, as a dutiful wife, Sarai only has one choice. What does she tell him? Go into my slave girl. Yeah. Go into Hagar. Yeah, she's horrible. He has to, not that he doesn't have to, but he's, I'm sure he's more than happy to. (laughs) Um, Go into Hagar. <laughs> he
0: went to the bar night. he's like, yo, you don't even want to know what my wife proposed to me. What, the hot
1: Egyptian one? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, nice. I mean, she's exotic. This is one of the parts I was telling you about earlier where, as I'm reading it, it gives me an insight into how people thought about morals and values during this time period. Mm. So when this was written, it was probably a very standard thing, right? For, like, husbands to sleep with their slaves, yeah, but
0: I don't know. I, I find it doubtful that most of that was with the the wife's consent or blessing, like this was. They're gonna do what they want because they're the men that are rules the roost and whatever, they're gonna do what they
1: want and the women just have to eat it. Historically speaking, hunter gatherers mm-hmm. and even up to the point where humans first settled, men typically had more than one wife. So she tells him, Go sleep with Hagar Because I can't have kids. Right, which is big of her. He went into Hagar, Mm -hmm. and she conceived. Yeah. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress, her mistress being Sarai. Sarai. So she's pregnant, and she is very resentful of the fact that she's pregnant. I don't know what she thought was going to happen.
0: See, when I saw looked at Sarai with contempt, I don't know if I've... I almost felt like she wasn't resentful with the pregnancy. She was almost she felt like she was better than Sarai. That's the impression I got. Like she like looked down on her, like, Ugh, I did what you couldn't do. Oh, I, I see. Mean, there's there's nothing in this that tells me you're right or I'm right or somebody else is right.
1: Well, um, that's th- just the feeling I got at first. I like, think the next line. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I don't know. For some reason, I had the impress the impression that she was upset that she's pregnant. But now that you've mentioned that you might be absolutely right. So Sarai says to Abram says to Abram, may the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my slave girl to your embrace. Mm -hmm. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt May the Lord judge between you and me. Hmm. And then Abram says to Sarai, your slave girl is in your power. Do as her, do to her as you please. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her and she ran away from her. So you might be absolutely right. It's very possible that Hagar is now resentful of Sarai because she's saying, I can give Abram what you cannot, which is an heir. Uh, Maybe I deserve to be his wife and not you. I think it's a power move. Right. And so Sarai recognizes this. I mean, she's the OG wife. She's been around for like 80, 90 years at this point. Who Mm -hmm. knows how long. And uh, she deals with her harshly. I don't know what that means. Like, I'm assuming there was maybe some physical punishment involved. Right. And so Hagar runs away.
0: Yeah, then the story gets weird. Okay. All right, so now... I, I like weird. Yeah, she's hanging out by like some river or stream, and a new type of character shows up. An angel, an angel of the Lord, comes down and says to, to
1: Hagar, where do you come from, where do you go?
0: God, <laughs> <Can> I joke.
1: Go? <laughs> um, and he tells her to name her son Ishmael. Ishmael, yes, right. yes. Now, at this point, And yeah. by the way, he tells him that this kid's going to be a total asshole, basically.
0: Yeah, but he does say return and submit to Sarai. Like, know your place. Okay, yes, that's right.
1: Back. I'm sorry. Yes, he yeah. says, go back. You're going to give multiply birth. multiply your offspring. Right. Now, does that mean
0: her offspring is going to have multiple offspring or she's going to have more offspring?
1: I think that sort of like Abram that, you know, she will start a, a line of her own as well.
0: Yeah, so go back, submit, and your son Ishmael,
1: he says (laughs) he's going to be a wild ass of a man. Yeah, a wild ass of a man. I mean, literally, he's going to be an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not literally, but you know. Yeah, he's going to be at odds with all his kin. Yeah. He's he's an ass. Everyone's going to want to fight him. He's going to want to fight everyone. Do do you feel like a personal connection to this character? I feel a little bit of a kinship. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a little bit. I'm starting to think maybe he's not the asshole. Maybe everyone else is the asshole. asshole. That's that's what I think. All right. So now, strangely enough, now, did I
0: read this right? Hagar names the angel? Elroy or El Ra?
1: Yeah. What what was that? I I tried to figure that out a little bit. But you know what? Ultimately, I didn't really give a fuck. Yeah, but
0: they, I did because they mentioned like the spot where it happened. Yeah. They they named it like a thing after the angel. Like yeah. it was a fountain after the angel. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So Abraham is now... Uh, ooh, I mean Abram. Ooh, Abram. Ooh, sorry. Is 68 and he named his son Ishmael. I'm
1: sorry. He's 86.
0: Did I? Did I transpose these numbers? Yeah,
1: he's 86. Six, oh. Where's my pen? So when Abram is 86, Ishmael's born. And this is where things... See, you said, like, the part with the angel and Hagar is crazy. To me, this next part (laughs) is the the crazy part. I'm sorry, what
0: forms do angels take? Did she see him as a man? because the angels could pop up again okay. in the future. They're going to pop up
1: again okay. like in the next section. So, I don't know like and how, how do they know that they're angels because the angels aren't introducing themselves as messengers of yeah. God. Do they come down like from the sky like You I think, think like, like you just know like like if an angel it? appears, yeah, like you feel know that it's like it yeah. All right. All right. So, All right. that's a continuity that we've uh, wrapped up. So, you right. feel the angel. So, Genesis 17 uh, starts next the or sign begins. Of the covenant. It's the sign of the covenant. God is always making covenants.
0: Yeah. What's the, what's the definition of covenant? A
1: covenant's like an agreement. It's like a bond,
0: like a pact. An agreement. agreement. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A contract. All right. Abram is 99. 99. 99.
1: So his son Ishmael is 13. And God
0: decides he's going to do some name changing for some reason. Yeah. And he says, you are now going to be known as Abraham.
1: Yeah. I wonder where he came up with that name. Abram. You're no longer Abram. You're now Abraham. It's like, wow, how original, God. Does, does it have anything to do with the There's am? a significance. I think Abraham in like old whatever language they were using mm-hmm. might mean something like the beginning of a line or like the, the beginning of okay. a house of people, like something like that. Okay. You know what I mean? So he changes his name to Abraham. It's very convenient that his name was Abram to begin with. You know, which is very close to the meaning of the birth of a lineage or the beginning of a lineage. Wait a
0: minute. Don't you think that definition was probably applied to the name after this happened?
1: Yes, I think all of this was applied after this happened.
0: No, I'm saying, but you're saying God conveniently named him Abram, which the definition of Abram is the beginning of a line. But that definition didn't come till later. Well, we applied that definition after the fact.
1: Right. I'm saying that. I don't think Abram really existed. And I don't think Abraham really existed. Keep it Keep it moving. And I'm not too sure that God really Keep exists. Keep it moving. <laughs> so, Abr- Abram is 99 and he's now Abraham. All right, cool, right? And uh, God says, I will give you and your offspring the land you're
0: on that you are now an alien in. But. Butts. But. What's the but, Scott? Man. This is Crazy. Every male
1: amongst you shall be circumcised as a sign of the covenant. So in today's world, it's very standard circumcision. I don't understand why God would want Abram to circumcise himself. You think this is another one of those things where it's like don't eat pork comes out of a historical like necessity for not eating like meat that was sitting around, not refrigerated, getting people sick. And so the fact that people, you know, maybe didn't have running water and plumbing. And so you know, smegma builds up in your foreskin, maybe right, giving yeah. you diseases. So that's got to be the origin of this, right?
0: Well, I, I'm told in modern modern day, why people still getting circumcised, and I'm told it was because of health reasons, because of you know exactly what you said, yeah. people weren't clean, but right. people are mostly clean now, but they're still doing
1: it. Yeah, I mean, just soap up your fucking dick, man. You they know gotta what I You got to polish
0: it back, and it's, it's, it's work involved. I understand, like you would, you would go, you'd go, you go a month without showering. You know, or months, or who knows how long you go without right. showering. So All right,
1: so God—it's a place for shit to accumulate. So right? God tells him before anesthesia, everyone's got to be circumcised moving forward. Now, had anyone been circumcised
0: before that?
1: Yeah. In other words, like how would uh, like did, did Abraham they go, know what the, what the like is what circumcision? circumcision? Right.
0: Did, did the word circumference? That sounds. That's I would a I, circumference
1: of a circle. I mean, so, that's where it comes from. Like right that word That's, didn't even exist before so i would think that maybe if anything it may have been used as a form of punishment maybe in some societies but i don't know why anybody would willingly circumcise themselves prior to god's covenant yeah oh, right okay. like why would you circumcise yourself
0: right. can, can i get back to um uh, go into my slave girl and he came into her Okay, I, you're talking about Abraham and you know, Hagar, I, I, and even before when they mentioned come into them, I, yeah. I, I was like, oh, that's where that word came from. You know, when I'm oh,
1: I'm preaching. coming. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, weird, right? Basically, in the Bible, uh, it's the origins of many of our uh, yeah. yeah sex phrases.
0: All right, so yeah, he wants to um all the dudes, yeah, and his employees, all the young his, dudes, everyone's got to be cut, and going forward, all futures at eight days old got to get cut. Which, you know, that's probably more humane because, you know, they're not going to remember it. And Okay, how did they know how to perform this? Like, I'm just curious. Like, I can't think medical techniques were all that impressive back
1: then. You got to figure. So... Like, was it with a sharp so, rock? So when Abram invaded, remember when he went to get Lot, he had like 300 men with him. So he's got at least like 300 something men. Mm-hmm. So you got to figure like there were like 15 or 20 of those first operations that may have been botched. It was like a trial and error process. It's gotta be, right? You know what I mean? Like when they started like transplanting like Pig hearts into people, like people died, you know, it didn't work until like they figured out like how to do it. Didn't they just do the first one like this week? Like the first successful one. Oh,
0: it was all bamboo boon hearts before that. Yeah. So do you think when they, when they started, they said, okay, first the people that already have children step up. Let's <laughs> try it out on you first because you already got yourself some kids. Probably
1: not. These people all sound like crazy maniacs. They probably uh, were not that thought out. They were probably like... Just rounded up like whoever they saw first. Then they were like, yo, let's go. We're going to get you circumcised.
0: Yeah. And then he also says if the people are not circumcised, you're not of the people. You're yeah. not a, you're, bye. You're, yeah. like you're, you're a separate type of people.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like the Excelsior pass, right? Like in yeah. order to <laughs> enter, like you got to show your circumcision. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to me because... What happened to the foreskins? What happened to the foreskins? Like, oh, this is not a part that I read, so I don't want to trigger you. Yeah, don't trigger me. But prior to us starting whatever this is, this podcast, this show, whatever you want, the whole thing, thing, um, I know a story that happens later on where foreskins will be involved. Oh, great. More knowledge. Yeah. So when you ask me what happens to the foreskins, I don't know what happens to these foreskins. But if you're interested, I know what happens to a lot of foreskins later on.
0: And that's a Bible story you're telling? It's, it's okay. going to be in the
1: Bible. All right.
0: So all right. So let's, let's pretend you don't know that. So, okay. So is it possible these foreskins were also reagents to some spell? Like Eye of Newt, you know, um, a lock of hair, 318 foreskins, like as part of a spell, like a brew they're making? But then that dispels God's magic hands. So does he need
1: magic hands maybe, or does he need Maybe these the reagents?
0: you cast a spell, which makes your hand shimmer and that you do things with your hands.
1: Personally, again, I think this goes back to God being a little bit sadistic. God's promised not to mass murder people, right? Mm. But he never promised not to have people like chop off their own foreskins. Yeah. with I rocks. never, you know, I never promised that I wouldn't force you to like yeah. cut off your own, yeah. you know, yeah. Organs.
0: <sighs>
1: yeah. All right. So all men who want to be in the grace of God in exchange for a prosperous future for the people mm-hmm. have to be circumcised. Uh, then he goes to Sarai. Mm-hmm. And he she's cha- 90 now. He, she's 90 and he changes her, her name to Sarah. To Sarah. And what does he tell her?
0: By the way, I just think, you know. Sarai and Sarah—it's just like the I becomes an H. I think there was just a story explaining how, like, you know, the the chain—it got smudged or something, so they didn't know.
1: No, it's God chose the least creative names. Yeah.
0: So he's she's gonna have a son. You're gonna bear a son, and you're gonna name him Isaac. Yeah, and uh, there'll be no covenant for uh, Ishmael. But he'll follow the 12
1: princes, but I got Isaacs back. It's another situation, right? Like Cain and Abel, where for some reason, one is in God's grace and one is not. in I mean, I guess I get like why Ishmael wouldn't be in God's grace because he's he didn't come from Sarah. He came from the Hagar lady. Uh, but God's angel told Hagar to like go and bear this child. Well, that was just damage control with some anti-abortion. Uh, rhetoric at that that's point. That's true. That yeah, was damage, damage control. control yeah. Say even pro-life back then <laughs> yeah. well,
0: of course yeah. i mean, apparently abraham was very down with the circumcision oh that shit circ- happened immediately that day circumcised well, i got it oh, uh, go, every go cut some dicks on, i'm on it now <laughs> rounded
1: up everyone <laughs> and circumcised them yes there was no hesitation this gets us to genesis 18 you had found god's conversations with himself extremely yeah. funny You know, like when God's walking through the garden, talking Uh, about like we and us, mm -hmm. right? I found the conversation that God had in this very weird, but we're going to get to that. So Genesis 18, a son promised to Abraham and Sarah, and we get the appearance of three dudes with God. God shows up with three dudes. Yeah, I ain't understand this because Something was God really like a silent player in this? Because God didn't say all that much. And I'm not sure if he anything. was there
0: immediately. It was almost like God showed up and then... Uh...
1: Is it another thing where God isn't manifest like in the physical form? They show up and just like, again, that feeling... I think
0: this. Is, I think God shows up with
1: these three dudes and was like, these are friends of ours. Friends of ours. Oh, yeah. Okay. When Abraham sees these three guys... He has a reaction that is <laughs> Sarah. Make some food. It's it's crazy. Like he he like is manic. Yeah. He runs out to them. <laughs> He's like, "Come on in." He makes his wife like start baking. He's ordering everyone around to like yeah. cook this, do yeah. this, do that. Let me wash your feet. Like this whole hullabaloo. Yo, he goes to get like goats and makes his servants
0: kill him. So this is because he knows they're angels. Is that what it is? As much as Hagar knew that was an angel, I guess he knew these three were no joke.
1: Yeah, they ask him, "Where's?" His his wife i don't know why like do they have to give her like a medical exam or they you know do they have to check up on her ovaries her and, uterus and, see if and, everything's still functioning
0: and once again why is god asking questions if he's all-knowing
1: but we you know what there's no reason to assume well, god is god's all-knowing. not asking the question the angels are asking the questions maybe the, the angels are on a need-to-know basis i didn't really realize who was asking the so question. far they're okay. kind of like god's dogs
0: Yeah, okay. We're going to see that then. Because it says,
1: so in Genesis 18, verse 9, it says, they said to him, where is your wife, Sarah? Oh, okay, okay. And he said, "There in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and your wife, Sarah, shall have a son. This is sounding very creepy to me. It's almost like three random bros showed up, and they're (laughs) like, where's your wife? And then one of them was like, "I'm gonna return and like knock guess, her up yeah. or, or I'm doing it tonight and <laughs> in one season, which is nine months,
0: you're gonna have a kid. I mean, it's it's very creepy. Do you think that these three dudes mm-hmm. are like like scam artists like they heard you know there's a gullible guy named Abraham with a hot wife. Let's right. go talk some shit and like
1: and you know so let me think. Is there an all-powerful, all-knowing God that sent three angels to this random person? Or is it possible that it's just three con artists looking to scam him and bang his hot wife? Occam's razor would tell me that, you know, it's just three guys.
0: Simplest answer is usually the right answer, right? I think we have to get away from calling God all-knowing and almighty.
1: And no offense to people. He that hasn't he demonstrated. Right, exactly. And right. no one
0: said it yet either. That's right. so, you know, Okay, fair. 10,000 years removed from this. I'm now we're speaking we call them from that. the so, yeah. bias
1: of like right, right. whatever has been implemented Let's not do that, that. because we've obviously seen
0: right. at this point he's still making mistakes. Right. So, right.
1: so God is not yet all knowing and all powerful. The problem is uh, with Sarah getting pregnant. She left. Well, she laughed. Yeah, she's old as dirt, she so she like, finds this all ridiculous. Let, let me let, let me just read. What she,
0: Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? And she laughed. And then they're like, why are you laughing? And Sarah's like, I didn't laugh. And God was like, yes, you did. No, so, I didn't. Yes, you did. So
1: it's not even like that. It wasn't even a back and forth. So here's the part that I found super weird. In Genesis 18, verse 13, the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? And say, shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the set time, I will return to you in due season and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh for she was afraid. He said, did he say, oh, did, yes. Did say for she was afraid? But sa- I'm reading you directly okay. like what it says. And then it ends with, he said, oh, yes, you did laugh. And then that's the end of the section. And then we move on to like an yeah, I, entirely I thought, like, I, different story. I thought
0: some, some, something was going to happen. Like there was going to be some repercussions for that.
1: Yeah, like there was no like like God had to have the last word. It was just. Mm. like there was like she denied it and he's like oh yes you did laugh yeah yeah but like there's no true like that would have been a good end of episode like a mid-season episode
0: like not at the end of the season right finale, like, but that, like what is
1: the conversation yeah, going to be when week, they pick yeah. up right Ooh. no none of that happened mm. um we go right to the next section of genesis 18 which is the judgment pronounced on sodom
0: okay so my limited knowledge, I've always heard of Sodom and Gomorrah.
1: So we got to call back because Lot's living in Sodom. Yeah. Yeah, Lot left, and he's living in Sodom. We remember the kingdom. Uh, Abraham helped save it, right? It's Even though it's in this episode, it seems like so much crazy shit has happened yeah. since um, Lot has left for Sodom. Yeah, what's going on here? So we need to call back Sodom. All right. So the judgment pronounced on Sodom. And what were you saying? I was saying,
0: you know... My, my, my limited knowledge, I've always heard of Sodom and Gomorrah, the destroyed cities, the sinful cities, the fire and the brimstone. And I'm like, this is gonna be a kick ass story. Yeah. And then this is what we get.
1: You didn't think it was kick ass?
0: I think it lacked a lot of detail. I would have liked to see like this uh, is a good this should have been I a good two hour like survival movie. You know So
1: for sure. I definitely think a lot of the Bible uh leaves out a lot of detail, but I think this is where you have to use your your like mind and almost imagine being in that place and what was going on so first of all god debates whether or not he wants to tell abraham about what he's planning to do with sodom so now he's talking to the angels no he's like talking to himself i see think. now i'm wondering like is it
0: possible all that, the he's times that he's, he's been the talking angels? to angels all along
1: I mean, it makes sense. I'd rather he did, because otherwise he sounds crazy. So that's the other thing. So, like, remember I told you about the Book of Enoch, and there's, like, other books that Mm -hmm. weren't included? Non-canon. So it's very possible that that was all flushed out, like... Uh, Did God create angels in the very beginning or did he create them like a little bit later on? Like Uh at what point after creation were angels created? Did angels exist before creation along with God? Mm -hmm. So it's very possible that one of those books like goes into like angels.
0: Okay.
1: You know, so for us, I don't know. It could be either way. He could be talking to angels or. He could just be referring to himself as us. Because I don't think he would say to angels they want to be as powerful as us. Because then that would almost imply that angels aren't uh, as powerful as he is. Okay. okay. So I'm still sticking with the royal us. Fine. Fine. All right. So God tells Abram, Abraham, he decides he's gonna tell him.
0: Right. But I also he also says something to um I keep hearing this stuff about what's going on in Sodom, and I'm going to go check it out. And if they're like, like, right, not like know? he's getting like reports, like s- so again. All right, right. He's not almighty, not all knowing yet. Okay, so that might be that might be learned skills in the future. So right. okay, so he's getting messengers saying yeah. that yeah, Sodom, Sodom's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, the men set out for Sodom, and then got uh, uh, Abraham. And to his credit, goes whoa, 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 you're going to wipe out an entire city yeah. because of some bad eggs. Yeah. Um. What if you find fifty people that are righteous?
1: Yeah. Like this whole bargain begins with like God, and like he yeah. keeps bar. Like Abe, Abraham's a is the let's, weirdest bargain. You, like you want to do? It? Let's, let's, let's reenact it. Right, okay. Okay. Um. So wait a minute. What if you find fifty
0: righteous people in the city?
1: Right. So God's like, well, if I find fifty, then I won't do anything.
0: Right. Spare them all. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Forty-five. What if, like, five, you don't find those five, you got only find 45. All
1: right, sure. 45. I won't do anything. No, he's elbowing Sarah at this point. How about 40? 40? God's like 40, yeah.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa. do you think he's doing this? Not out of altruism, but he wants to save his nephew because he knows his nephew's there? Hmm.
1: Well, that's a good point. He probably, there's probably some element of that, but I'm also thinking if God is going to invest himself. Into this man, into Abraham, and make Abraham the ancestor of his people. Then Abraham probably has to already have certain qualities, Mm -hmm. even though I haven't seen them yet. What I've seen from Abraham is he's he's like willing to sacrifice his wife, not fight for his wife to to protect himself. You Mm -hmm. know, when he gave her up to the Pharaoh, Um, he's like he owns slaves. And you could tell me it's normalized, people own slaves. I mean, he, he makes a slaves fight in a war. They're not just working. Like, he's got them fighting yeah, to yeah. save Lot, you know, who he has no relationship with anyway, you know. Like, Lot's, like, off somewhere.
0: All right, so uh, so what if you find 40?
1: Yeah, I mean, so we're— 30? 30, g- 30. So we 20, go all the way down 10, to how many? 10. To 10. Okay. And God so- says, if
0: I—oh, no, this is
1: your line. Go ahead. Ten. No, what is the line?
0: Uh, he says, yeah if, I, if, <laughs> yeah, if I find 10 righteous people, I ain't going to fuck with nobody.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to do anything if I can find 10. I don't know why uh, he didn't just take it down to one. Like, you know, like, what if you find one righteous mm, person? Yeah. You know?
0: Well, no, you know what? You shouldn't have been hanging. If you're one person amongst a bunch of depraved lunatics, right. get out of there. So by association. at some So
1: point. God agrees. And he, he, you know, he assuages Abraham's fear. If there's 10 righteous people, I won't do anything. So Genesis 19 <laughs> begins, and it's called The Depravity of Sodom. And in The Depravity of Sodom, it starts off a little bit like the way that uh, Sarah's pregnancy story started off. Like these strangers show up, right? Yeah, two angels showed up at Sodom. Yeah, and a lot. to the third one. I don't know, maybe the third one's who's giving God, like, all the information, because God Uh, doesn't know.
0: I'm pretty sure the three men set out for uh, You know, maybe I'm wrong, but
1: I thought all three... Did he go, maybe he went to Gomorrah, or she, or it. Oh, yeah, or maybe
0: he's running a distraction, he's
1: running interference or something. So, lots like... You cannot sleep in the town square, man. Yeah, they like, we'll sleep in <laughs> the Shit is square. crazy <laughs> I didn't even think about that. He's the like, yo, man, <laughs> you want to be in my house. Yeah, all right. right? Yeah, I didn't think about and that. And even yet. then, like, all right, so, so they go in. This is a weird town. So, okay. So, Lot convinces these angels, I guess. They're angels? yeah. They specifically said to, to So he house. convinces the angels in man form. Do not sleep in the town square. Yeah. Come inside my house. Yeah. And what happens? A fucking lynch mob shows a up. A mob shows up, surrounds the house like. What are the they house. looking to rob these people? No, not really. Like, bring them out here. We want to get to know them. No, they want to rape them. No. The men? We want to get to know them. You're, I did not take it like That's that. That's absolutely what it is. The name of the town is Sodom. But I don't, I don't know what's... But That word hasn't been invented yet. So, they're looking to rape Dude, them. Right, I can't ignore right. what I know. Shit. Wait, wait. We got to pause for a second? <sighs> Okay, no, so the my mob, head this place, the the story mob shows up and they're like, and even if you didn't know like what Sodom meant or you're right, right, the next what Lot offers should give you like a context clue. Yo. He's like, yo, don't rape these guys. What do I have? Two virgin daughters. I've got two virgin daughters. I'll give them to you instead. Have your way with them. Yeah. So this is a crazy family. It's a crazy town. It, Why would it, you live here? The whole thing is insanity, right? So yeah. these this mob wants to rape this uh, these strangers, yeah. and Lot is like, "Rape my daughters instead." And so the angels yank them back in the house. like get in a fool. So the <laughs> angels, right? They they yank them back in. They they padlock the door, and yeah. then what do they do? Now they tell lot you got to get the fuck out of here well before they tell lot what do they do to the mob um i don't remember did you miss that part did i miss they that they blind part? them oh right right okay i thought so they, they blind the mob okay yeah All okay right. and wow. that leads us to the next section of genesis 19 which is sodom and gomorrah destroyed yes now they tell
0: uh, uh, lot you got to get the hell out of here you gotta take yeah. your family and get out of here and he kind of he kind of protests
1: well, he doesn't protest at first. Like, what he does is he runs around, right? And he tells, like, people that he's that he's they kinda family with, like, yo, we got to get out. We got to get they out. They think he's dicking around. They laugh at him. Yeah. And, like, he loses all motivation. <laughs> like, even <laughs> though these, like, angels, they just blinded everyone in the town, <sighs> told them, we're going to destroy this place. You got to go. What do you, Wait, wait. Well, do you think like
0: everybody was high and drunk and having a good time, didn't give a shit? they were like laughing. i like, yo, chill out, dude. What's, what's your problem?
1: So there's a very interesting theory about the Salem Witch Trials. And the theory goes that there was a, a particularly harsh winter and a large portion of their crops was some kind of like wheat, barley, like I don't know, because mm. I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm not a farmer, so I don't know the mm. names of all the different kinds. But there was some kind of wheat or barley that they were growing. And as a result of this harsh winter and frost, a certain kind of fungus wound up growing on it. Mm. And so when they harvested it, and they, they made it into beer, they made it into bread, because remember, people didn't drink water, right? Like people were drinking oh, right, beer yeah. all the time because water was not clean. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as potent as, as beer is today, it wasn't like high in alcohol content, but still, they were drinking like beer all day, which explains like a lot, right? Like yeah. a lot of wars, but people were constantly like basically drunk, because mm. that's what they had to drink. So when they harvested this wheat with the fungus on it, this particular fungus, Started making people trip the fuck out. And that's where like the origin of like the witches from Salem came from. Oh, that's awesome. So there's like research that argues for this particular theory, you know? It was like a bad crop uh with fungus like on. So there's something something's gotta be happening in Sodom. If an entire town is looking to rape like two guys that just showed up, like even in prison, you know... <laughs> the whole prison doesn't go quite, Right, the whole prison doesn't show up. Like Maybe like eight guys will show up to the shower, you yeah. know what I mean? But not like the whole prison. So there's got to be something going on. Yeah, this
0: place is fucked up.
1: So the angels, they tell Lot, you know, you got to get out. He looks around. Nobody believes him. So he loses all motivation. So eventually... They force him out like they, they basically take they scoop him, him up. Yeah, they scoop him and, and his family. Teleport up.
0: him outside the city, like yeah. a
1: big hand kind of thing. You gotta go. No, I think like no, I think it's more like a bouncer throwing someone out. See, I got the impression that they were literally scooped up like by, by magic and like put outside the city. The big hands. Yeah. They were scooped like, yeah, up by God's big something, hands. Something, yeah. Well they're, 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 so? they're, they're medium
0: sized angel hands. All right. So And, they, and, they, and however it and then still argues. They're like, go over there, Yeah. get the fuck out of here. He goes, well, that city over there, I kind of know it. It's pretty cool. Can I just go over to that city? Yeah. And they're like, all right, fine. Go to that city. Right. But don't look back.
1: Right. Well, because they told him go somewhere and he was like, well, I'm afraid that if I show up there, like they're going to kill me. I don't know why. I was going to be
0: consumed. I thought it was uh, the place they wanted him to go to wasn't going to be far enough away from whatever destroy.
1: I, I, who cares? So he he finds a city that he wants to go to and they're like, all right, cool. Uh-huh. Go, we'll give you a head start, because we don't want you to get fucked up, right? Yeah. So they set off for this town, and God rains fire and sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah, mm. which we they- didn't get to. We didn't get to Gomorrah. What was going on in Gomorrah?
0: Yeah, I, I kind of think it's like Minneapolis and St. Paul. they just twin cities. You think cities. they're twin cities? Yeah, they had to be. It's yeah. possible.
1: Yeah. It's possible. So God... Is doing his thing. He's raining fire and sulfur on. Sodom but it's not and genocide, right? It's, just, it's not genocide it's because pockets. it's only right. It's, right. it's it's right. Um, but Lot's wife. Uh, this is the part I don't understand. Lot's wife looks back, and becomes a pillar of salt. Mm-hmm. What would call? Uh, why? Well, she was warned not to.
0: They were warned not to look back. Okay. Why? <laughs> why? Why can't you eat the fruit?
1: I don't know. Is it like just God? Like doesn't want people to look at him murdering and killing. Like the Blair Witch
0: Project, he made the kids like stare into the corner because he didn't want the eyes on him when he murdered the other kids.
1: Yeah, it's like right, like he, he wants the, the fetishes like no one's watching. You know, yeah. or maybe it's kind of like if I do something oh, terrible, but no one knows, and I'm the only one that knows, is it
0: possible? Because they they're aware of the covenant he had with Noah that I wasn't going to wipe people out again, and he's kind of going back on that to a small degree. He doesn't
1: want them to be witnesses. I mean, there's got to be him being a certain, being, you know, yeah. There's a level of shame, right? Maybe, like he's ashamed uh, of what he's doing. I mean, maybe. I so like I it's a weird test. That's a weird right. test.
0: Like, don't turn around.
1: I'm sure biblical scholars would be able to explain did, to did us explain exactly why, um, but I. So she turns into a pillar of salt. And of all the things that we've discussed, Mm. I think we're going to get to the craziest part now. After Abraham goes and looks at the city's burning, he's like,
0: damn. I'm pretty pretty sure that's in there.
1: Yeah, so I guess Abraham was probably like, I guess God didn't find 10 worthy men in this town. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that gets us to the last part of Genesis 19.
0: And I'll let you get into the last part. Let me say the second last part. Sure. So, so uh, Lot and his family go to this place yeah. and he feels unsafe. Yeah. So he says, you know what? I'm going to move me and my daughters to some fucking cave. Just hole up in a cave.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't he? First of all, this is the city that he negotiated to go to. Yeah. Right, um, but he didn't feel safe in this new city. Oh, maybe it was like Han Solo going to Bespin because he got what you know
0: his boy Lando was there, and Lando already made a deal with the Empire. So, yeah, it was not is good Bespin either. the
1: Sky City? Yeah, the one. Man, to go. you go deep. That's oh. size noodle. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. So yeah. So,
0: he's so just, he. So you think he
1: went. It's possible because remember, remember during those wars when Lot was captured, eventually he was freed, but maybe while he was captured, he made some enemies, you know, maybe these towns that he's afraid to go to. Maybe, you know, some of his captors might be there or listen, I'm just going to tell him this. He should have just stuck it out because what's about to happen to (laughs) him. So, I mean, so, okay, so he's afraid. So he goes to live in a cave. Yep. With his daughters, his virgin daughters, who, by the We're way. We're assuming they're still virgins. Fair. Yes. We don't know how much time he spent, like in the city before yeah, he yeah. was afraid, you know, and moved into a cave. So the daughters that he was willing to throw to the mob to be raped, mm-hmm. he's living with them in a cave now. And Scott, please tell us what winds up happening.
0: Okay. So now the two daughters. I guess they don't have a date on Saturday night. Yeah, maybe I, I
1: don't know how. Well, the they're, cave living is a, they're living in they're living in a literal cave. You know the expression, "I'm living in a cave." But
0: I got to tell you, man, that's a step up from the fucking tents they've been living in. Because we forgot to mention, like all up to this point, everybody was living in a tent. I mean, Abraham and Lot were li- living. But for in some tents. reason,
1: I'm imagining this cave. Like it's not just like a cave. Like on level ground. Like I'm imagining like a rocky like because because like it's cave, like for like. protection, you know. So there's probably like a cave that they have to climb. So it's not easy in, for yeah. them. It's kind of like living like like on the outskirts of like so you Queens they, like, where the subway doesn't travel to, you know what I mean? So you're yeah. just like stuck there. If you want to go, yeah, you're close to the city, but not to the rich get to the, Queens, the city, right? yeah, the yeah like to get to the city, it, it's like a hassle. So these women are living too with their dad zone. In, a in a, a cave. Zone. They are now of a sexual age. And okay.
0: So they're completely isolated, we're going to assume, right? Yes. So they say, I, I, I think they're drinking. Maybe they're not, but mm-hmm. one of them, the, the the firstborn says to the secondborn, he goes, uh, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not getting any. There's no yeah. man on, on earth yeah. that's going to hit this.
1: So I don't remember exactly what the conversation was like. I know that one of them gets a lot drunk.
0: No, 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 no. She says to the other she one, says let's at first, get a like, lot drunk. Okay, and so way, she makes a way, plan. Let's
1: get daddy drunk. They get him really drunk and he passes out. Yeah. And then.
0: No, 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 maybe he passes out.
1: I'm pretty sure he passed out. Okay. I okay. think he passes out. And then, because you know, the men always, you know, it's always justified why, you know, so whoever wrote the Bible is mm, making amends for the man. He's mm, like, mm, it wasn't his fault. Right, right. Right. It was her fault. Yeah. It was the woman's um, fault. Yeah. So she rapes him while he's sleeping. Yeah. uh, incestuous rape. Then the next night, the same thing happens where they get him drunk. And the second sister does the same thing. She incestuously rapes him. Yeah. Yeah. And then it turns out that they're both, lo and behold, pregnant they They conceive and that is what leads to what's the what's the title of that particular section it's called the shameful origin of moab and Ammon. so apparently the the children that they give birth to will eventually move away and the names of the two towns i looked it up i did my research um these are places in jordan Mm. so they're gonna move eventually like to jordan he sets up the Moabites,
0: Moabites, and his name was Benami. But, but he, he forms the Ammonites. Yeah. But his name
1: was not. I uh, know. Yeah, maybe maybe I should start paying attention more to like those no. kinds of details. No, maybe you shouldn't. But everything is so fantastical so far.
0: Just along the lines of like the entire town comes to rape these dudes. I can understand one daughter being crazy, saying, "You know, we should still get that drunk and have them <laughs> knock us up." Right. The other daughter had to go along with this. Right. That's a better idea than let's just skip out when he goes to get him drunk and right. go out and party. Right. Like, why? Why not do that? I mean, maybe it's a day's journey. It's, I don't know. what. Well,
1: you got to figure there might not be a moral code yet. Like, has God told anyone not to sleep with their siblings or family yet? Dude, I'm going to say yeah, no, I haven't seen
0: that written yet, but I'm going to assume he wasn't down with it because he's isolated in the cave by himself too. So he's probably getting pretty lonely right. and he didn't come up with the idea to bang his daughters. Right. So maybe like you that's just something you wouldn't do. And why get daddy drunk to do it? And she does say like no man on the face of the earth would like could they be like, you know, like horrific looking or
1: But you know what, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't th- matter how ugly. I you think, you're, think you're to gonna some extent God hasn't been shown to be all-powerful and all-knowing. Right. But it's very possible that this is exactly what his plan is because he tells Abram, right, when he's still Abram, Mm. leave Turkey or whatever the name of the place was then, Mm -hmm. and go to Canaan, Mm -hmm. right? He sends him there. There's famine. Abram has to go to Egypt. Then there's all that stuff in Egypt. Abram gets kicked out. He goes back. To Canaan, right? And then as all this is happening, Abram's people are like splintering off, right? They're going into like different directions. And then eventually, as a result of all this, Abram is going to knock up Hagar, who's going to give birth to Ishmael. Um, Just a
0: recap for the episode.
1: <laughs> so what I'm saying is this is God's master plan. So God knew Ahead of time. So when you're asking about like these two women who raped their dad, it's very possible that when God sent Abram out of Turkey to go and start an empire or whatever in Canaan, mm-hmm. he knew that years down the road Lot's daughters would rape him and then that their sons would spread out. No, you don't think so. No, no.
0: No. I don't think we're there yet.
1: I yeah, I'm, I'm not following Gotham's razor there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, not feeling that at all. See, this time I'm being the god apologist.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate your open mind that you've developed all of a sudden in episode four. I think that
1: I think that sums up what we're gonna do tonight, right? It was a very dense Yeah, a lot we covered a lot of ground and shocking amount yeah. of just craziness yeah. that occurred in twelve through nineteen.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what are we looking forward to uh, next time? Do we know? Um,
1: I don't even know yet. Uh, I'm gonna have to read ahead a little bit to see, like, <sighs> like uh, uh, so Genesis. We're gonna start with Genesis twenty. I know that Abraham goes up to 50. I don't know at what point Abraham dies. This is quite the arc. I think Isaac is going to become fairly prominent. More Abraham and Isaac in the next episode. All right. Sounds All good. Right.
0: And uh, listen to uh, to our listeners, if you want to get in touch with us, we can be reached at pod. That's pod at libelthebible.com. That's pod at libelthebible.com. And I think that's it. Right? And
1: see you next time. Peace. Peace out.